0: My neck dirty, dirty. This is episode 566 for August 2019, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening song is Summer in the City by The Love and Spoonful. It was the number one song in August of 1966, and that is the month and the year that we're headed back to for this episode of Spider History with J.R. Uh, before we get there, I want to make uh, some thank yous to uh, people that support episodes like this and make it possible for me to bring them to you by uh, supporting the podcast on our website over on Patreon.com slash So a thank you goes out to Robert, John, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, uh, David, Dowd, Zach, Thomas, Ricky, Matthew, Michael, Federico, Jonathan L., Craig, Laura, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K., Hafskimo, JB, Austin, Stephen, Stuart, Stephen S., AJ, Jay, Alex L., Scott, Kian, Brian, Nick, Taylor, Will, Jose, Symbiobro, uh, hashtag something good for you, Christopher, Frederick, and Stephen. Thank you each and every one of you that support uh, this podcast, help us pay the bills. Uh, if you would like to support s- uh, us and also get some nice Patreon-exclusive content, like special uh, podcasts, like the monthly Spider-Satellite book, where we review all the books that aren't amazing. Well, that makes them sound all bad. They're not all bad. There's a lot of good ones, like Life Story. We talk about that. That's a good mini series. But on the main podcast, we focus on Amazing Spider-Man, and on that uh, Patreon-exclusive, we tackle all the other Spider-Books. So if you want to know what we think about that, log on to... Patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, JR is going to review one of his favorite Green Goblin issues. Let's listen. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our spider history for August 2019. We've got JR here. Who else will we do spider history with? <laughs> I don't know. You could try to do it with someone else, but uh, it just wouldn't have the same pizzazz. You know? I, I've never done uh, a spider history segment without you, I don't think. No, I haven't. Okay. I don't think we have. And George was going to join us, but he's having a little bit of internet problems. So hopefully he'll join us within this episode. So I thought, you know, what was coming out in August uh, in the 50 plus year history of Spider-Man? And I was going through the the issue release dates or the uh, months that are on the covers, at least, over at spiderfan.org. And I said, you know what? In August of 1966 was a very milestone issue for Spider-Man. It is a goblin related. So I know JR is going to bite on that. ASM Amazing Spider-Man Volume 139. Tell me about this. This is a classic issue. Well, don't you, uh, before I start, don't you usually say written by, penciled by. Stan Lee. Penciled by John Romita, Sr., so it's kind of a hack job. No, I'm just kidding. A, a, fi- a
1: fill-in job. It's a, fill, right. it's a fill-in issue, a fill-in. right? Yeah. Now, if,
0: <laughs> if George
1: were here, he would yep. remind us, for example, that um, the gang talked about Amazing Spider-Man number 39 and 40 on Fight Club, Crawl Space Podcast number 452, <laughs> December 2016. <laughs> Enough said. Smile oh, stand. that's so
0: funny. So,
1: yep. That's if, 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 well, I guess George would have said it a little bit differently. The gang talked about,
0: so anyway. By the way, someone, I, I forget who sent it to me, uh, the other day, but they adored your impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, they said that was one of the funniest Crawl Space podcast moments they've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm like, I thought that was pretty good. What? All right. Let me pull us up on AS, uh, uh, Marvel Unlimited. Let's see. 39 and 40, as I will read along with you. All
1: right.
0: This is the first issue that John Romita penciled after Ditko walked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah
1: i mean and uh and and again folks uh i want to refer you to podcast number 452 fight club where we talked <laughs> about we talked about the historical uh the 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 cl- the historical nature of this issue but yeah anyway it's uh <laughs> number 39 was the first john ramita ramita senior and uh it was a uh it was a sea change in the uh yeah. history of spider-man um ditko I mean, when after after Romita took over from Ditko, uh, Spider-Man became uh completely different. Well, I wouldn't say completely different, but a very different title. Yeah. Uh, gone was a lot of the ang- the angst and well, I shouldn't say the angst and the anguish, but just Steve Ditko's Spider-Man was kind of an angry Spider-Man, you know. And he was he was he was he was lecturing hippies and uh, he was his, he was uh, punching mannequins because they reminded him of Ned Leeds, and he would talk about how he hated. Ned leads and things of that nature. And then all of a sudden issue 39 comes in and Peter is smiling and friendlier and everybody's warmer. Um, But uh, Romita,
0: Romita brought a lot more pizzazz to Spider-Man at just the right time. Um, So, and I've seen interviews with Romita that he was trying to, to uh, imitate uh, Ditko, at least for the first few issues. mm -hmm. But then he eventually got his own style, but that cover Is one of the most iconic images of the Green Goblin carrying Peter Parker Mm -hmm. with Spider-Man's mask off. And you see Peter Parker and Mm -hmm. with a rope around him. That that is one of the most iconic. I even have an action figure set of that. Yep. Yep. I've got it. it. Yep. I've got it too. Um,
1: Yeah. It's been, how many times has it been riffed? I mean, I know at least with Spider-Man, it was riffed in Hobgoblin Lives. Uh, not on the cover, but on a panel inside. Yeah. It was Rift for a variant, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 800 variant. I think Deadpool's uh, done it too. <laughs> pro, well, yeah. Well, Deadpool yeah. Riff is that, riffs everybody. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, Mike McNulty's chiming in as well. Is Mike talking? Yeah, he says, yes, love this issue. Oh, good. It's arguably the story where the Green Goblin stopped being a Halloween gimmick
0: villain and became Spidey's number one arch enemy. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Because uh, fourteen, you kind of, when we did it, uh, reviewed it several months ago, you thought fourteen was a little cheesy. <laughs> and I, <laughs> no, I still love that issue, mainly the no. Hulk and the first appearance of the Goblin. But yeah, Lauren <laughs> L- 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 man out to the desert to a movie set. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah I know. Come on. Yeah. Come on. But anyway, this, I agree with McNulty. This is when he turned. This is when he became one of the arch nemesis, or you, know, and it, you and can and argue makes- the arch nemesis. Yeah, it, uh, it and the
1: thing is, you you kind of wonder why the Green Goblin was selected for this particular honor, really, because I mean, okay. Stan, they they could have done it with anybody. I mean, they could have t- picked Doc Ock, you know, or mm-hmm. or, um, or trying to think, uh, you know Mysterio. I mean, they could you know Spidey had some you know he had some classic villains. They could have picked anybody. I mean, Mysterio could have done it with his illusions, he could have hit or whatever, and watched Peter uh, change or whatever. But they picked the Goblin, so yeah, and I'm glad they did. So yeah.
0: All right, let's get, give me a review or uh, a synopsis. What happens? All right. All right. So anyway, the issue opens with the
1: Green Goblin in all his glory in full supervillain monologuing uh, <laughs> mode, yeah. uh, you know, plotting revenge on his most hated enemy. And he starts telling us about his dastardly plot to expose it, to uh, learn his secret identity and reveal it to the world. And, you know, we see the goblin uh, working and he says, I've modified my rocket powered flying broomstick so that it's more powerful and maneuverable than ever. The only problem is he's working on the glider. He's not working on the broomstick. <laughs> so, anyway. so anyway, so, the you know, the green goblin, the green goblin spins, you know, a, a page yeah okay yeah one page not like mysterio in issue 66 who spent yeah. two and a half pages monologuing the green goblin just gets one page but anyway so peter peter's under the weather we see peter parker he's under the weather and he goes to see his old friend old doctor dr bromwell but in the midst of being treated dr bromwell wants to talk to peter about aunt may Yeah. and you know peter says now doc Okay, you know, I mean, you know, Doc Ock already likes her. Uh, Jameson Jameson Senior's going to like her. Some cripple in a wheelchair is going to like her. I mean, you're just going to have to get in line. Anyway, and Doc <laughs> Brown says, "No, no, 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 no." So no, it's just because because you got to remember, folks. It hasn't been long since Aunt May. Uh, started having the ill effects of that blood transfusion that Peter gave her uh, and the radioactive, his radioactive blood was making her sick. So he had to, he had to get something that, a medication
0: that Doc Ock had. Is Bromwell the guy that was guilt tripping him more than he needs? Uh, If I remember correctly, he kept like, you should really stay home with your aunt. You should really help her out. If I remember correctly, ah, boy, I, there it, was, there was a doctor. I, maybe it'd been him. Maybe it's not, but there was, I, it was, it was, I think later it was later. Okay. And I think Peter had enough of it and grabbed
1: him and yeah, literally yeah. lift him off the floor, but it wasn't Doc Bromwell. Oh, Doc okay. Bromwell was the guy who diagnosed his ulcer uh, oh. in the uh, early 100s. That's, so anyway, but anyway, that's he had obscure
0: trivia. That's funny.
1: Well, I mean, no, it's famous. Don't you remember Spider-Man's ulcer? No, I, mean, I was- don't remember Spider-Man's ulcer. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so so Dr. Bramo says, well, it's not been long since your Aunt May had her operation, and she's still weak, you know, and she's an old woman. And in her present condition, she should have no sudden shocks or she'll die. <laughs> and then Peter goes, oh, no, now I must I must never let her learn my secret identity. She'll yeah. worry into the grave. Oh no! So, you know, of course, because you know this, you know it's, it's. So we're gonna have some more tortured angst here, anyway. So Peter go, goes to school and he's moping, uh, and uh, which he usually does, actually. Yeah. And the gang, uh, Flash and Gwyn, uh, Flash and Gwyn, and some other guy, try to be friendly to him, and uh, <laughs> Peter just blows them off. Um, which he, he did a lot back then, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, uh, you know, we all understand Peter and we all know what he was going through and everything like that, but you know, he wasn't the most friendly person. I mean, he kind of blew these people and, and then he would get really, he would, he would somewhat talk somewhat arrogantly and condescending and, and and things of that nature and yeah. we understood him but uh somebody who didn't quite know what he was dealing with might you know take right. it wrong so anyway so harry then arrives with his father
0: of course you know and of course norman norman is rather surly as that, usual like a yeah. like a similar scene out of the first sam Raimi movie oh oh geez, you just pull oh, so, sorry. No, so see, sorry i was just
1: gonna say charles pull around why? The entrance is right there. Uh, <laughs> Dad, these are public school kids. I'm not going to show up in roles. Oh, so I should trade in my car for a Jetta because you flunked out of every school I or private school I sent you to. Oh, well, look at that you quote. Go. The
0: first, amazing, and, 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 first and, part and, of the movie. Yeah, and you just. Uh, and, and, I just and, ruined it. I'm so sorry.
1: Gosh. Anyway, so. Anyway, wrong media, wrong media. Anyway, so, Harry, so Harry's going, dad, something wrong. And Norman says, yeah, it cost me a fortune to keep, in, keep keep you in school. So pay attention and study hard. And oh, by the way, don't forget your tampons as you walk out, you little wuss. And uh, you're making stuff up. Uh, so anyway, um, Peter notices that Harry's kind of down. You know, and, uh, and, uh, Peter says, wow, you know, gee, usually Harry's already insulting me. Maybe I better go and see what's going on. And, uh, and, uh, so he goes, Hey, Harry, what's going on or whatever. And Harry says, I don't want to talk to you. Get away from me. And then he says, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean it. Uh, and then Peter's going, whoa, whoa. Harry's a human being, (laughs) you know? And, uh, even, and, even with that haircut <laughs> and even with that haircut and, uh, you know, Harry says, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, me and my old man, we used to be real close, which, Harry's being a little bit delusional here, but anyway, we'll go with it. You know, we used to be real close, but now all of a sudden in the last few months, he's become just mean and evil and plotting. And he rubs his hands together a lot and cackles and everything. I don't know what's wrong with the guy, you know? And of course, then Peter says, well, you know, I mean, hey, you know, let's make this about me. Okay. I didn't even have a father. So there, I got you beat one. Oh, yeah. and Harry says, oh, I did, had no idea, you know, and, and see, this, this, this little conversation doesn't go unnoticed by Gwen and Flash, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Gwen's, you know, Gwen is like, you know, well, anyway, after this scene, Gwen is so happy that Peter's interacting with Harry, that maybe he'll become a member of the gang, that she has to go change her underwear, nope. uh, after this Good scene, far. because, you know, uh,
0: and, you know uh, of Gwen, it's, it's interesting to see her without the barrette on her, or whatever that thing's called, the, uh, the black hair thing, the, in the band, the hair band. Hairband, yeah. yeah. The Hairband, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. My daughter had one actually, and I used to call that her Gwen Stacy hairband.
0: Uh, <laughs> when, when did Gwen start wearing that thing? Because that's what she died in. So
1: that's what people remember. Some, sometime during the Romita Romita run, I'm trying yeah. to remember when. I, oh, she didn't have it for a while because uh, I think I think Romita admitted to trying to make her look like a little bit more like mary jane because mary jane was so popular and mary jane was much more fun to you, to work if, with if and if you draw look at that whatever.
0: panel of uh, uh her standing behind peter as he's talking to uh harry that looks yeah that could be straight up mary jane that that looks very similar to mary jane but
1: well i wasn't th- i mean I, I was just thinking that uh, she's really kind of getting a little uh
0: hot under the you know yeah. i mean it's
1: anyway so anyway so flash is you she, know she's at gonna Peter. slip
0: him a note that says meet me at the bridge spider-man jokes people get them jokes. okay anyway
1: so after all this You know, Peter changes Spider-Man. He goes out swinging a while and he sees on top of the, on the observation deck of the Empire State Building, he watches, he sees a robbery going on. Well, this isn't just an ordinary robbery. Okay. This is a setup. And Spidey notices during the fight when he's plastering these goons that something's not quite right. It's like they were anticipating and they're not really trying very hard and they're Mm -hmm. they're not, you know, paying attention to their hostages or whatever that, you know. And so he says, this just doesn't seem right, you know, and of course it's not right, you know, because. Over up in the air, somewhere out of sight or whatever, the Green Goblin is watching. And the Green Goblin, let's see here, if he's oh, do, 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 do. oh I'm not quoting anyway. I'm not quoting the Goblin yet. So anyway, the Green here. Goblin's watching. Ha oh, ha! This is you know. Ah, this is my scene. You know, this is my plot. I'm gonna foil his spider sense and do all kinds Actually, of.
0: Actually, sh- he says that. everything went perfectly according to plan. My trumped up robbery attracted him as I knew it would. There you go. Ha. I can't Lennon, quote it. That
1: didn't sound very
0: good. Hey, you didn't. Answer. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't so, trying to do it, a goblin. A, so on. anyway, d-
1: during the fight, one of the one of the goons throws. Uh, what looks like a big smoke bomb at Spider-Man and yeah. it goes poof, you know, and Spider-Man said, well, that was, that was sure a waste of time. And, and the, uh, the, the, the thug goes, Hey, that green goon lied to us, which is interesting because then later Spider-Man says, hmm, that was clearly a setup job. I wonder who, who had them guy who set, th- set this up with those I, guys, yeah. ignoring the fact
0: that, the guy literally said who had done it,
1: more or less. Well, there's you know, a if
0: you, if you think about it, Ditko had a lot of green villains, so it could have been any of them,
1: yeah. But well, <laughs> no, I mean, Green Goon, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Stereo, the, uh, Lizard, guess, lizard? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, the Lizard, that, that crime, the criminal, Hulk? Mastermind, criminal mastermind, <laughs> the Lizard, uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, anyway, so. We know, you know, the Green Goblin has has deadened Spider-Man's spider sense. Uh, And he starts, you know, uh, what happens is... He's, he follows Spider-Man around and he's going to watch him change. And it, it's like, <laughs> peeping, peeping scenery, you know, and Peter, Peter says, well, I'm going to walk by this deserted building here. And in the midst of the most densely populated <laughs> metropolis in the United States, and nobody's going <laughs> to notice me taking my clothes off, you know, and, and also nobody notices this green and purple guy flying around. You know, it's like, you know, he's he's up there, you know, and it's like,
0: by by the way, and in an upcoming news episode, when we record it, have you seen that they've actually built a goblin glider? Have you seen this? Yes, I I I have on the news the other day, and I, I have specifically saved it just for you to talk about oh, oh, on yeah, an upcoming episode i think
1: they're calling it a hovercraft right now or something or hoverboard or but oh, yeah that was the first th- that was the first thing i thought of was was, was yeah it my, looks like the goblin yeah uh that's scary um but any, so anyway so the green goblin is watching Spider-Man change his clothes and then while well and peter is you know while he's doing this peter's thinking well you know i'm Uh, I I know that nobody's going to see me because my spider sense would tell me if somebody was watching me take my clothes off. (laughs) And uh, so, but little does he know. So the green goblin is watching and watching and watching. And then all of a sudden he Spider-Man unmasked and the goblin goes, Oh my God, he's a k- nineteen or twenty. He's a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, I'm just gonna follow you home, little man. So, and in fact, I think he. In fact, this is a quote. That's it, little man. Head home so that the gallivanting green goblin <laughs> can see where you live.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: gallivanting green goblin. Like,
0: you know, in uh, YouTube chat, they said it could have been um, the vulture. It could have been Electro. No, the, green, no. the green goons, come no, on! They're no. all they're all green. They're not, but their faces aren't green. Yeah, you but know, they're, the they are green. If, if, no, if it were
1: the vulture, they would have said the old bird. <laughs> um, if it was Electro, they would have said Sparky. Uh, if it were Mysterio, they would have said, they, they would have said Fishbowl Head or something like yeah. that. So you know, I mean. Uh,
0: the, the, the green right. goo can only be one, one person, but anyway, instead what of going the home, jackal? maybe this is an early appearance of the jackal. No, I'm just no, 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 We no. don't want to confuse goblins and clones. No,
1: no, no. Don't bring up clones. We don't have Zach here to tease. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not as funny talking about clones when Zach's not
0: here. I know it.
1: Um, but anyway. So anyway, he doesn't quite go home. So he goes to the Daily Bugle. And so the Green Goblin says, well, I'll just follow him around. You know, I'll just like hang here in the air, you know, and just and watch him. And nobody's going to notice or anything that I'm just hanging around. Nobody's going to call the cops, <laughs> you know, uh, because there's a green and purple guy in a green and purple costume. Oh, speaking of green and purple and everything. Uh, yeah. Snuggle time with Norman. All right. Oh, got hold this that up. There's a hall, Hallmark
0: or whatever. What are those called? I've got one somewhere. They're it's cute. A, it, Itty bitties. Itty bitties. That's right. By the way, did you know they make a Kirk and a Spock itty bitty? They make the whole Star Trek line. Yeah, but that's kind of creepy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I,
1: you know, I mean, they that is, that is kind of creepy.
0: But you bought anyway. you bought a uh, Goblin toy that um, that I I almost bought. It, it's um, I don't even have it with me. It's about this big, and they made a Spider Gwen, and they made a Spider Man, and they made a Norman. And it looked really cool. You showed it up a couple months ago. But anyway, okay. you, st- you still need to put that Alex Ross poster back behind you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs>
1: I know. Um, okay, go
0: ahead. He's in so front anyway. of Aunt May's house. No, 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 no,
1: no, Not yet. He's walking in. He's walking into okay. the Daily Bugle. He's, he's in the, the Daily Bugle Uh because um he's got photos that he wants to sell Jonah. He took photos of the whole thing of the Empire State Building. And uh so he walks in and Ned leads us there. And Peter's going, ah,
0: crap. Does he look like gunky? <laughs> uh no he's got a green tie on that may be alluding that the stan w- and romita wants you to think ned leads as a goblin but that won't happen until 20 years later <sighs> okay all right anyway <laughs> so he sees Ned. he
1: says i don't want to talk to ned i hate that so
0: you know uh
1: but uh, then then you know but ned's trying to find betty because betty has disappeared and uh you know then uh so, anyway, so then anyway, Ned and Peter start talking and they and their relationship thaws out a little bit, you know. And Ned's apologizing for getting, you know, po the other day and hollering at Peter or whatever. And so, anyway, so Peter says, Oh, Ned's being nice, so I'll be nice to him. Uh, and um, you know, we'll forget the fact that I slugged a mannequin in the previous issue and said that I hated Ned Leeds, um, you know, because the mannequin reminded me of Ned Leeds, so I slugged it. Um, so I don't so remember he, that. <laughs> yeah. It was an issue number 38. You know, Peter walks by a, it's a bust or whatever. And it says, that looks like Ned Leeds, and he hits it. So oh, man, he was angry, you know, just anger. He was just, he just had all, he had mm-hmm. some all the rage issues. But anyway, so anyway, so Peter says, you know what, Ned, <laughs> you can have that crazy psycho little girl all by y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you know, she's going to, you know, she's going to put you through a lot of grief in later years. Yeah. Uh, so Peter Parker is out of the picture. Wow. That wasn't just him. Yeah. A- that just wasn't just a, a throwaway reference to himself there. You know I mean? Because the green goblin was listening outside with his sh- shotgun mic and he heard himself call himself Peter Parker. So I know his name. I would know his name now. Yep. So, so Peter starts walking home. And then all of a sudden, you know, he, he's always felt that something's wrong. You know, like the hairs, the hairs on the back of his head are standing up. It's like, it, it's like something's still wrong. I mean, I'm not, you know, anyway, and then all of a sudden the green goblin shows up and what is a, Oh, well, here, let me, let me, let me turn to that page. Let me turn to that page. Let's see here. How does, what does he say? What does he say?
0: What does he say uh, to Peter? He goes, correct, Parker. Your web slinging masquerade is finally finished. Uh, or you Spider-Man. Let's see. I'm, am I not delivering it? Like uh,
1: yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not quite delivering. It was just, okay. you know, No need to go inside Parker. I'll just have to drag you out again and beat the crap out of you again.
0: I've waited so long for this moment, but it was worth it. It was worth everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your web slinging masquerade is finally finished. And so are you Spider-Man. Yeah, there
0: you go. There you go. if,
1: If you could actually, it's a good thing that you can only, well, you know, I was about to say it, it's we've got a shot here of Peter and I'm kind of surprised that, well, this is black and white. You can't see that his pants just turned Brown. Uh, with the green, <laughs> you
0: know, the
1: fact that the green, I mean, but really, can you imagine? I mean, he's, 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 you know, he's a young man. He's been try, fighting to keep his, you know, trying to keep a secret identity or whatever. And this green goofball comes around and just says that, you know, I know you're Spider-Man. So that must have been that must have been a, Okay, a really Finkman
0: funny. in YouTube chat. I will leave the goblin dialogue to JR. I will not attempt to do any more <laughs> goblin dialogue. <laughs> uh, um so, but is this if memory serves is this the first villain that figured out who he is? I'm t- uh, in in 39 issues I think in, it is. Yeah, in in the regular continuity. Yeah, so this like is I said big. I, I it's I big. don't know how,
1: yeah, I don't know how much if, if there has been retcon, but yeah, this, 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 this is huge, huge. Yeah. Um, or as, as, as our president would say, he, well, he says huge, huge. Yeah. Uh, Spencer does a pretty good imitation of him. Anyway, mm-hmm. so anyway, so they're fighting on the front lawn or whatever, you know, and the goblins uh, glider is belching out all this gas and everything like that. And, you know, and Peter's worried about poor Aunt May, seeing this you know, and she's going to have a drop dead of a heart attack. But fortunately the goblin gas is clogging up all the windows and and so nobody can nobody can see anything so but anyway so 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 spider-man um peter decides to try to bring an end to it and he makes himself vulnerable and the goblin just zaps him with his little finger he just sparkle blasting uh and then he throws a ghost on him uh and it sucks the air out of his lungs uh and then the goblin wraps him up in a steel coil and he flies away with him to his secret lair okay mm-hmm. so anyway we're in the secret lair, all right. And the goblin is, you know, the and, and the goblin is playing with flask and chemicals again, because that's after, I mean, after all, that's what a mad scientist does, right? I mean, I don't really know what he's doing with these things, uh, but he's playing with them anyway. So, so anyway. So the green gum says, you know, that, uh, you know, Aha, I've got you. And, uh, and let's see, he say here, ah, since you'll never live to betray me to another soul. It's only fitting that you learn the identity of the one who has beaten you. Or maybe I should say, no, wait a minute, maybe I should deliver it. Like, ah, oh, you remember, I cannot be helped, but be touched, you <laughs> know, but first I wanted you to know
0: who it was who had beaten you. I don't know whether I, well, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. That was like day. Shakespearean uh, delivery is what you were going for there. No, well, no, 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 no. Don't you remember? Don't you remember uh, uh, a, a certain movie or whatever, where the villain
1: comes back from being in exile all these years. And, you know, he gets the the, the heroes at his mercy or whatever. And he leans into, and, and, you know, says, but first I wanted you to know
0: who it was
1: who had beaten
0: you. Oh, you're doing con. I got gotcha. you. There we, go. Yeah, there we yeah, go. yeah. 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 So anyway, I spit at you with my last breath from the moons of uh, something, something. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so.
1: So, anyway, so anyway, he says, wait, wait, wait. And so, at long last, the green goblin will introduce himself. And of course he takes his mask off and, and Peter says, of course, I'd recognize you anywhere with that stupid hair. (laughs) Uh, You're an Osborne, Norman Osborne, you
0: know, and then nice to meet you. Oh, it's, it's a classic. I mean, (sighs) well, my question (laughs) to you is Mm -hmm. where did you first read this story? Was it the actual issue? I don't think you were buying them in 1966. No, no, it wasn't no, it
1: wasn't uh, I wasn't uh, no, it was yes, it was the actual issue, and like I've always yeah. said, how you know, did like you I've how told- did you
0: pick it up where did you get this issue
1: well, i've told I've told yeah, this i must say i I've told this story a number of times, so I don't want to sound like my wife's great aunt verbena uh <laughs>
0: in, re- in repeating my stories or whatever but or the lady in the tramp did I ever tell you about the old reliable used to say <laughs> remember that from lady in the tramp okay, never mind. <laughs> Love that dog. Anyway. 39. 39. If you had the actual
1: issue. I had the actual you, issue. How did you well, obtain it? How did I obtain it? Well, I had saved my nickels and dimes or whatever because trying to think of when I bought it. I don't it was sometime in the 70s. Anyway. Okay. Comic book store in Evansville, Indiana. The book broker. Yeah. And uh, you know, they had I I had never seen old comic issues in my entire life. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I'd never been to a comic store with a back issue bin, you know, and 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 so there's all these old issues there, you know. It's like, oh, you know, and I could just smell the rotting wood pulp. I mean, it was just, (laughs) just, you know, and being in heaven or whatever, uh, comic book heaven, Um, and uh, you know, I. Had my heart set because I knew what the issues were. I knew the issues that were where the Green Goblin was revealed to be Norman Osborn. So I had to get, get, I you know, so I pulled up number thirty nine and it was four dollars and fifty cents. Holy crap! Yeah, four dollars and see, I only had about five bucks at the time. You know, so but you know, man, four dollars and fifty cents for a comic book. Can you imagine paying four
0: dollars and fifty cents? Oh, it's just you I, you paid eight bucks for ASM 25 just a couple of days ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like
1: man, four dollars and fifty cents. But you know, I'd saved up. I knew yeah. it was gonna cost me,
0: but I had to have it. It was that important, so I bought it. I bought it. I, how did you I, obtain issue 40? I didn't. I oh, didn't. You, you never had four. You still have 39 on you? I still I mean, have 49. Not on you. I don't <laughs> have
1: I don't have 40 because the uh <laughs> Um, the same, the issue number 40 at the book broker, uh, the bottom corner was torn off. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, you know, I, I wasn't going to buy it then. But, uh, but yeah, like I've always said, uh, you know, I, I came home that day and, you know, my dad, in one of his attempts to try to be friendly, you know, uh, said, hey, what'd you get at the comic book store? I, was, I didn't get anything, Dad. <laughs> you know, because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to tell him I'd spent four bucks on a comic Yeah. Book. You
0: know, so it was just kind of like- I, I I first read this story in Marvel Tales in the 80s mm. is when I read it. Uh, McNulty. McNulty just says, I just pictured Spider-Man played by William Shatner and Norman Osborn played by Ricardo Montalban." <laughs> Spider-Man 2, The Wrath of Osborne.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> hey, Temmy's there. He must be uh, yeah. must be on a vacation from uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, boy. Okay. At least the good news is the main Spider-Man, mix Spencer, is really good. I would agree. It's it's yeah. good. Okay. Is that the fir- hey, Majera, is that the first printing of Essential Volume 2? Yes, indeed it
1: is. Yes, indeed it is. I own Essential, Essential Number 2. I, I never know. could buy those because of the co- black and white. Well, they make... Um, Like I said, actually, this was the first time I had a chance to read some of these by getting, uh, because when I started buying Marvel tales, Mm -hmm. um, I started with, uh, and they were reprinting issue 69, which we were in the midst of this, the, 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 the tablet saga. Right. And um, so, and then. You know, then they, when they started going around again, and then they stopped print, then they stopped reprinting some of the old issues. So, yeah. but, uh, but anyway, I mean, they, they make, they make great, uh, great resource material. I mean, in yeah. fact, and until Marvel Unlimited, yeah. uh, you know, they were the, they were the best ones to go through. So
0: I, I don't, I didn't ask you this. Do you want to do 40 or do you want to save it? No, we're not. No, we, uh, like I said, okay. we, uh, we, we actually talked
1: about 40 in great detail. Okay. On Fight Club. Uh, (laughs) podcast number 452 uh uh, the december 2016 uh, issue okay um but um anyway i mean because everybody knows what happens i mean you know there's a big massive fight or whatever and then the goblin gets electroshocked and he gets amnesia uh and then spider-man says well i can't turn him in because he doesn't remember anything and you know and everything will be okay which contrasted with Spider Man life story, which came out not too long ago, he decided to drop a dime on Norman anyway and <laughs> send yeah. him to So, well, anyway, anyway, so anyway, after all desktop, this time, the Green, the Green Goblin is revealed to be Norman Osborne,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and Ditko, you know, it's one of those things, uh, might as well address this, this contra, this, this thing. I mean, for years, it was suggested that, uh, um, um, this is Spike what McNulty? i'm not i'm not teasing mcnulty i'm i'm referring you to spider-man crawlspace number 452, <laughs> <podcast> number 452. <laughs> and see you'll get georgian on that as well <laughs> um, um so but and so see here with it the crawl space, mm-hmm. we not only have continuity but we have crossovers okay <laughs> so you know so we cross over between fight club and, and spider history um Anyway, for for years it was it, one of the rumors was that um, the Ditko and and uh, Stan had split over the identity of the Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, which sounded fishy, which really didn't make a sense at the time, but with the lack of anything else that, you know, uh, since Stan didn't remember anything and Ditko wasn't typically didn't, didn't talk. Uh, and I think even in December 16, we talked about this a little bit, but since then, I think more interviews with Ditko surfaced Yeah, and it's clear that Ditko intended Norman Osborn to be the Green Goblin, uh, because he said he inserted the character in earlier issues And Mm -hmm. Norman is first revealed or first shows up in issue 37, but he actually first appeared kind of sitting, standing behind some guy in a chair at Jonah's club uh, in issue number 22. And then he was in a later issue where I think he was placing an ad in the bugle and Jonah was talking to him. So, but, but Ditko said in an interview that he put the goblin as someone close to Jonah and then introduced the goblin's son later. And I think yeah. in a, another interview that surfaced, he was even more explicit that it was going to be Osborne. Yeah. And when you think about it, when you go back to issue number 37, because I didn't think there were any um, hints that Osborne was a Goblin, Because, uh, you know, when you think about it, I mean, uh, uh, you, you know, there were no brill- not a whole lot of breadcrumbs, uh, like, particularly since Osborne was just introduced in 37. But in that issue, uh, there's two things that happened. One is Osborne clubs Spidey from behind and knocks it and about knocks him out, yeah. uh, barehanded. Um, and then later, uh, a high-powered rifle. Someone tries to shoot Mendel Strom with a high-powered rifle. Spider-Man goes to the window to try to catch whoever it was, and we see Spider-Man looking out, and we're clearly uh, in a tall building. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's wondering how in the world, you know, that guy that guy got away so fast. Yeah. And uh, then we see Norman Osborne with the rifle. Now, la- high powered rifle was t- not the green typical typical weapon of the Green Goblin. Uh, but there are two pretty strong clues right there that it was Osborne right away. Right. Uh, which, it w- again, is kind of ironic, though, because I have always griped about the Venom reveal in issue 300 that it was Eddie Brock, and Venom was nobody we ever heard of, nobody we ever saw. Right. Uh, but really, in a way, the Green Goblin was almost the same. I mean, Norman had been is- uh, introduced just two issues
0: before, uh, and then he was revealed to be to be yeah. the Goblin in, so. in, in the club, right? That Jam- Jameson invited him. Through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ahead so ahead.
1: anyway, so really, there, there's. Uh, there's a number issue number thirty nine, one of the most classic uh, in your in you know your Spider-Man collection. If you're ever yeah, thinking yeah. about the the the, the must haves, if you look over Spidey's long history,
0: yeah. eight
1: hundred plus issues of Amazing and, and various other satellite titles, you know uh,
0: this still has to be you yeah. know still has to be one in your your must have collection. Yeah, another classic. We're we're um, tackling annuals. I am not not sure this came out in uh, August. But uh, the annuals generally came out in the summer, if I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, so uh, it's right. Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number Three has mm-hmm. a beautiful looking cover of the Hulk grabbing Spidey, and he's just hitting him in the face. And the Avengers are rushing toward. It says, "All new Spidey faces the Mighty Avengers, the Incredible Hulk." Nuff said. So let's let me get to the credits, which you say I never do. Of course, written by Stan Lee. Layouts by Ramita. And Pencils by uh, Don Heck.
1: Uh, Yes. And I was just going to say, Mike McNulty, I don't think he met Peter in issue number 37. I have to go back, but I don't think Peter and and, uh, Norman met uh, at that issue. Um, Because I think think the first time they met was when uh, they uh, were in uh, Harry's apartment. And Peter had agreed to be Harry's roommate. And that's when uh, oh, he introduced yeah. him to Norman, I think. So, but anyway, Spider-Man annual number three, I thought this was uh, topical. I mean, one, I, I picked it because Brad likes to talk about the Hulk,
0: yep. you know,
1: and, uh, you know, I kind of let him because,
0: you know, my brother, the Hulk was my brother's favorite uh, comic <laughs> book character, you know? So, um, by the way, do you, you, know, you see the lack of hyphen on the cover? The Spider-Man special, no hyphen. What's that about <sighs> I don't know. What is <laughs> hang on here? I got to ch- check out my uh, top top left. Spider-Man special. No hyphen
1: to become an Avenger. No, wait a minute. The amazing spider Kings. Oh, ooh, yes. That's right. Yeah. No hyphen, right. yeah, no hyphen up here where it just says Spider-Man special. Yeah. So m- maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a Chinese knockoff.
0: I don't so, know. All right. So, to become an Avenger. Don, anyway. Don Heck was penciling Iron Man at the time, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think. I think Don was Don Heck the artist that Harlan Ellison insulted oh, at one time? I, I liked Harlan Ellison a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, Harlan got uh, pimped by um, Gary Groth, who hates everybody or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I think there once uh, Harlan was talking about hacks and, uh, and uh, Groth just threw out Don Heck's name, and how Ellison laughed and said, "Yeah, yeah." And he didn't know who Don Heck was, and so, <laughs> so he, you know, just you know. Just I saw,
0: hurt, I saw hurt, this, hurt this man something terribly. Um, I saw Ellison at in at two conventions in the nineties, and boy, his panels, man, those were not boring. <laughs> no,
1: and they weren't. They weren't safe for work or for kids either, were oh, they? I mean, he was. Uh, it was fun. He, he was, he was, uh, he was a force of nature, yeah. uh, but he was uh, uh, just an
0: incredible mind. I mean, he turned yeah. out a lot of stories, a lot a lot of stories. on the edge of forever with star Trek too. How did we start talking about hell Ellison? And well, well uh, we said, because Heck, we're talking okay. about Don Heck. Don Heck. You okay. know?
1: Well, so anyway, we'll talk Spiderman annual, annual, <laughs> annual number three, our story opens with the disorganized Avengers. Yeah. Now you're, you're going to find out, you know, you know, in this story, why they're the disorganized Avengers and why they desperately need a secretary or a butler. I don't know. Do they have Jarvis by this time? I don't think uh, they have
0: Jarvis yet.
1: So anyway, so they're all just you know. The, anyway, the Avengers at this time uh, consist of Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Hawkeye, Giant Man, and the Wasp, who are all there. Okay, uh, but in uh, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, but they're not there. They're not. They're not there at this meeting. So anyway, so the Avengers are all staring at this poster of Spider Man. You know, they're just all kind of looking at it and looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. Uh, and then, you know, Hawkeye says, Well, we got to stop looking at this picture of Spider Man. Uh, and uh, we get, you know, are we going to offer him membership or not? So, anyway, so the event, you know, they're talking amongst themselves about, uh, you know, Hawkeye is for it. Hawkeye just loves his style. Uh, he's kind of, you know, Hawkeye kind of feels a kinship with him because Hawkeye's a rogue and, and uh, Spider Man's kind of got a roguish side. Um, so they all, you know, so they all, uh, debate on whether or not they should offer him, a, a, a spot in the Avengers.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, at this same time, you know, oh, wait a No, not, not quite yet. Not quite yet. Okay. But anyway, so they figure, well, who knows Spider-Man? Who could, who, who could tell us about Spider-Man? And Hawkeye says, I know just the guy. I know just the guy, the guy who's fought both for him and against him. Uh, let's call Daredevil. Of course, I kind of wondered, I said, well, wait a minute. I mean, if you really want an honest opinion of Spider-Man. Why don't you call Reed Richards? You know, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you call Reed Richards? I mean, Reed has run into him more than once. Uh, but anyway, so they call Daredevil. So can you imagine what Daredevil was thinking? Daredevil gets his summons, you know, because <laughs> they, they summons Mighty Avengers, you know, and oh, the Avengers. And so Daredevil walks in and says, "Oh, the Mighty Avengers! I could not resist your summons. Oh, you like me? You like me? I, I, I would be flattered if you would offer me membership in your mighty team. And your and uh, they, they uh, no, we actually want." <laughs> to talk about spider-man <laughs> you know daredevil goes oh. so yeah i mean can you imagine being daredevil in this this you I know, know you, you think they're going to offer you membership and
0: they're actually going to offer I'm, sp- I'm not that I, I i am not that familiar with daredevil silver age history but i don't think they ever did offer a membership until bendis came along
1: uh probably not
0: i yeah
1: i, 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 don't, I, really I don't, don't i don't know I got, a- See the Avengers, the Avengers really, you know, the, the Avengers were, this is what I always, uh, the Avengers were not a team who, I think they felt threatened by, by carrot, by heroes who always had their own titles. (laughs) I mean, because when you think about it, when you think about it, uh, the Avengers were a bunch have almost always from the beginning, been a group of characters that couldn't get, that couldn't support their own titles. Um, Because when you look at the earliest days, and of course, part of this too, you have to remember, but Marvel uh, published uh, its comics, I think, uh, I should have looked, I should have checked the history, but they were limited to like eight titles uh, uh, a month. Uh, so yeah. when they introduced for, new superheroes for the, news,
0: for the newsstand, yeah.
1: Yeah. So when they introduced new superheroes, I mean, they had the fantastic four and Spider-Man and the Hulk, but the Hulk was quickly canceled, uh, after six issues. But like Iron Man, uh, started showing up, I think in, uh, tales of, uh, uh, tales of <clears throat> suspense and Captain yep. America, was also on tales of suspense and Thor was in journey into mystery. Yeah. And then when the Hulk came back, he was
0: in tales to astonish, but anyway, so, so none of these characters had their own title from what I, from what history I, I know. And, and YouTube people can correct me. Uh, the, it was it Wally Wood who was, uh, penciling that first issue of daredevil. Uh, Wally was running behind with Stan And and Stan had to get one of those titles out on the market, uh. Like you said, they had eight titles. They had to get them out on newsstand, otherwise they'd lose one. And Daredevil was running behind, so he was like, "Why don't I just put all these heroes in a group, and we'll call them the Avengers, and that will that will take place on one of the titles that month?" Is what I what the history of Daredevil and the Avengers is what I. No, I think, and, and
1: McNulty McNulty says that Daredevil works alone, and he refused membership years years later. Yeah, I and McNulty, Avengers is still comprised of tier- heroes who can't support their own titles. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, it, it's that's that's a point. That's a point I made when I was writing my Spidey kicks butt articles or whatever, and I was talking about Spider-Man's his, team up histories. You know, and I mean, the Avengers. It's like Silver Claw, Jack of Hearts, Cersei. <laughs> you know. Uh, what was his Dr. name druud the 13 year old who was a 13 year old rage or
0: or, oh, rage, or Rampage? Rage. no it's rage from the new warriors yeah okay and it's like sandman <laughs> who are these guys you it's know? sandman you got uh, oh what's that gilgamesh from avengers 300 i i don't remember yeah But anyway, so, anyway, so Daredevil's
1: just bummed out, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, and this is Daredevil before he was Frank Millerized. Okay. So, you know, uh, so he says, well, he, I recommend Spider-Man. Yeah. He's a great guy and all that. So, I mean, if you're not going to pick me, you know, I guess you might as well go pick Spider-Man. So anyway, so the, uh, the Avengers say, well, good. Okay. Well, it's all agreed. We'll all go, we'll go looking for Spider-Man. So they're all looking for Spider-Man and Thor's the first one to find him. And Thor demonstrates what a boring, egotistical uh dullard that he was before Chris Hemsworth played him. Um, so you know, so so Thor offers, you know, says, You have been summoned to the mighty Avengers, and he talks big and loud or whatever. Uh, I have spoken, you know. And it's like, does Thor always announce what he does after <laughs> he does it? You know, I you know, it's like when he walks out of the bathroom, you know, I have done my business you
0: know? <laughs> so it's, it's like does you know he always announced what he does but anyway so, real quick in youtube chat they ask how many years between asm 14 and uh this annual asm 14 well asm 14 was probably what 64 yeah i think so so two ish two years two years probably i think so um
1: yeah. I mean, an issue 39 to come out and there, Peter has his, the thing is in the, in, in the annual, Peter has his bike. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to think there's some other, there's some other hints around the time frame, Uh yeah. If I, if not, but anyway, so the Avengers is Thor finds him and Thor gives him this big speech and pretty well, Spider-Man's kind of put off by the whole, by, by Thor's pompous attitude.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you know, Spider-Man goes, I don't know, you know, I like, I like, you know, I like playing with myself by myself, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't like, uh, I, you know, and Thor, Thor basically decides to shame him, uh, you know, and, uh, so Spider-Man, you know, goes away. He thinks about it. And then we get this, you know, he's, he's walking home and Aunt May says, Oh, Peter, can you do me a favor? Can you go get my medication? Because I'm such a frail old woman, you know, and I can't do anything by myself right now. You know, <laughs> although, although in a few decades I'll de-age, gradually de-age, yeah. uh, and become, you know, healthy and fiercely independent until I guess I get cancer and we don't know what's going to happen to me then. But anyway, um, <laughs> So, anyway, so Peter's sitting there, you know, in the doctor's office, and he's thinking, oh, man, you know, I mean, it'd be nice to be an Avenger, you know, everybody would love me then, you know, even Jay Jonah Jameson would have to treat me with respect, although we know that's not true, because if you remember when he joined the Avengers many, many years later, as a new Avenger, Captain America basically told Jonah, I want you to respect this guy. And he didn't. So, you know, but anyway, so Peter said, but, you know, the thing is, they probably send me on some dumb mission to fight some blue woman, you know, who <laughs> claims to be the sister of Thanos, uh, <laughs> you know, when, uh, when I really should be home studying or I should be taking care of Aunt May and,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: so he's really. but then he kind of says, you know what, maybe this is my destiny. Maybe this is why I have these powers. You know, maybe I can, I can accomplish more in a team than I could by myself. So I'll do it. So anyway, Spider-Man swings to Avengers, Avengers tower, which is given to them rent free by billionaire Tony Stark. What yep. a guy, what a guy. Um, can't yeah. can't
0: escape that Stark. Uh-uh.
1: So, so anyway, he walks in and, and everybody's nice to him. You know, everybody's nice to him. And, uh, then all of a sudden Spider-Man says, okay, this is going to be a test, right? Whose butt do I got to kick? You know, and <laughs> you know, Hawkeye just says, yeah, come on, fight me. You know, I've been looking for action for a long time, you know? And then Captain America says, no, that's not, this is not that kind of test, you know? And it's like, uh. You know, it's it, it, it Spider-Man's going, well, well, what kind of, what kind of test? What, what kind of, so let's see here. Yeah. What kind of test is there to join a fighting team? And the Avengers <laughs> say, uh, we haven't figured that out yet.
0: <laughs> so,
1: so anyway, the Avengers. And, spend and, all this time-
0: do, you, do you notice that wasps again wasps hate spiders, but the wasp during the whole time is just, I hate this guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. You know, Jan gets what's coming to her about two hundred issues later in the Avengers. But anyway, (laughs) anyway. In fact, we're going to make a reference to that before long. Anyway, so 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 you know, you know. Well, we haven't figured that out yet. You know, I mean, here you go, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. You know, without a without
0: a clue. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like the. I mean, you have no procedures for new membership. You know, I mean, you think this is such an important thing. You think this is a great honor, and you have no procedures for new membership. way to go so so anyway so spider-man's you know kind of getting a little irritated you know he's young he's 19 years old you know he's he's a little irritated you know and of course the wasp says spider-man looks angry and i'm thinking how you know he looks angry his his whole body his face is covered by a mask how is it what body language but anyway so spider-man's getting a little and then iron man tony and then you know iron man has to be a douche, you know, instead of saying, well, could you step out a bit? And we'll kind of talk amongst ourselves. You know, Iron Man says, well, if you'd step outside and stop breathing down our necks, maybe we'd think of something (laughs) (laughs) wrong thing to say to Spider-Man, you know? So spider Man's already kind of on edge. Uh, So, but then he gets this wild idea that maybe this is what they want me to do. Maybe they want me to fight him, you know? So he (laughs) just decides to throw a few punches and a melee breaks out. You know, and then giant man says, well, you know, swats him with his hand. Usually I save this for Jan, but <laughs> anyway, but I'm going
0: uh, to, make, the but,
1: uh, well I'm going to, so anyway, so he whacks Spider-Man and the, the wasp zap seam and, and, uh, Anyway, Captain America then finally breaks it up, and you know, and and uh, actually kind of proves to be it proves to kind of break the tension, though. Everybody was kind of all mm-hmm. kind of had a lot of starch in their shorts, and this kind of and this and this broke the tension. Although nobody really comes out looking good in this. I mean, when no. you think about it, because Spider Man kind of come you know c- comes across as well like Spider Man, you know, a little mouthy, a little immature, a little a little hot tempered. But the Avengers come across as a bunch of elitist i mean you know just incredibly smug high on themselves you know i mean it's like this i mean you know this isn't a club that's i mean it's it's pretty apparent this isn't a club that spider-man would feel comfortable with and as
0: a spider-man reader it doesn't make you like the avengers or want to go read their titles since they're so smug
1: yeah they're, yeah, they're they're very high on themselves. And I'm yeah. thinking,
0: well, you know, wait a minute. You know, I mean, did the Fantastic Four need to kind of come
1: and, you know, teach you guys? A, I mean, and here's the thing. Spider-Man was Spider-Man before Thor got his hammer, before yeah. Stark put on the iron suit, before Hawkeye dressed in purple. Yeah. You know, before, although there's, uh, I think Ant-Man and him did kind of exist around the same time. I think Ant-Man was actually created fairly yeah, It early. was.
0: Yeah, He
1: didn't have his own title, but uh, he um, was
0: like reference
1: in Spider-Man. Did you, one.
0: did you have a favorite team of the Marvel universe? Yeah. The I, the four, the fantastic four. Same here. Same here. And, and it's the movie, recent movies that made the Avengers so popular <laughs> that, uh, the comics that Robert, followed it. Yeah.
1: Robert Downey Jr. I mean,
0: when I, when I started reading Avengers, it was a, which was a very bad time of the Avengers. It's around issue 300 where cap had the black suit and he had Gilgamesh on the team, and and Reed and Sue joined. I thought that would be interesting, so I picked that up. But um, yeah, around issue three hundred, when I start reading Avengers.
1: No, Vinkman said Jarvis has been around since Tales of Suspense fifty nine. Well, I have oh, well, there no you go. I have no frame of reference for when Tales of Suspense fifty nine came out relative to this annual, but uh, maybe somebody will do yeah. some research for me. Anyway, yeah. uh, okay. So they send so, them on a mission, right? Well, hang on, hang on, hang oh, on, hang on. Sorry. Know, so anyway, they, they calm down or whatever. And, anyways, like I was saying the Avengers are pretty high on themselves. And, yeah. And they're so, but, uh, so then they say, ah, oh, you know, Iron Man said, I have the perfect test. We'll send him after the Hulk. Sitting after the Hulk, Iron Man
0: couldn't beat the Hulk. What? Come on! So
1: so Spider Man says, "All right, you know." And of course, you know Captain America says, "Well, you know he's the world's mightiest moral." You know, and um, you know, I'm surprised uh, uh, Thor didn't register a protest. But uh, anyway, um, so you know he's Hulk's pretty tough, and of course Spider Man's thinking, "Yeah, he's tough, but he's dumb as a box of rocks." You know, I'll be, you know, I'll have him on a leash, drag him here, and so Spider Man goes swinging off, and the Avengers goes, "Hey." Shouldn't we have told him why we wanted him to bring the Hulk to us? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we should have. Oh, well, okay. And then Thor says, "Let they, the test commence." They are clueless you know, so, in this, aren't they? <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah the Avengers aren't looking too good. I mean, no. they really are. they really aren't. So anyway, so. Anyway, so anyway, the Hulk, Spider- Iron Man says the Hulk has been seen in town, you know, which is true. I'm, I'm sure you can't miss the Hulk when he, yeah. when he drops in. Um, but you know, Spider-Man swings around, can't find the Hulk for a while, gets thirsty and, you know, decides that he's going to stop in uh, and, and, uh, avail himself of Jonah's water cooler. Uh. And then while he's, uh, you know, and Jonah's complaining and calling the, calling the cops and uh, and uh, complaining about Spider-Man being there, but then Frederick Fallswell, formerly the Big Man, soon to die, protecting Jonah uh, <laughs> at the hands of the Kingpin, uh, says, "Hey, the the Hulk has been spotted at the Gamma Ray Research Center." Well, that's convenient. Well, I know where that is. Yeah, are. that's convenient. <laughs> wow, right in. You know, well, we don't have too many. You know, I mean, this is. Uh, But you know what? This is an annual, they should have taken more time, but, uh, anyway, no, this is a classic Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you know, swings to the gamma ray research center and there's the Hulk, you know? And so Spider-Man starts fighting the Hulk, but then kind of realizes that he's, uh, he's in over his head and the Hulk is just throwing him around like a rag doll, you know? And, uh, and then the Hulk punches a wall in the gamma research center. And then all this, you know, then he's bathed in gamma rays. Now, Spider-Man is saying, Hulk, go away. That's all gamma rays. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. First of all, the Hulk punches a wall and gamma rays burst out. It's like, okay. It's, I mean, there's don't, no, don't like. Don't think about it too much. Yeah. it's like, <laughs> just, And then like if gamma rays are just flooded, I mean, it's not like radiation, you know, like is, is like a, a gunshot or whatever. And just like a, you know, I mean, radiation is so like, we're Spider-Man in all this. You know, isn't Spider-Man getting bathed in gamma radiation too? Probably. That, that'll happen in Web 6970. There we go. So yeah. that's, that, it happens later. Maybe it gives him some kind of latent thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the gamma rays, they, they they hit the Hulk. And then and then Doc Bruce Banner, pelted by gamma rays, changes. Well, he originally changes it to the Hulk, but then he changes the banner. And Spider-Man says, ain't he unglamorous? Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So he says, "Oh my gosh, you're the Hulk! You're, you're Doctor! You're really Doctor Bruce Banner, one of the most premier atomic, one of the premier atomic scientists in the world." Um, now, I, the question I have to this is the first time that Spider-Man learns Banner. Banner is the Hulk. Now, right. at this time, obviously, the Hulk's identity is not known, correct? W- widely, when did that happen? Does any
0: any? Well, you're a Hulk fan. Yeah, that, when, that when happened. That, happen? that happened later in Tales. Um, uh, probably around did issue the, eighty the Avengers, or. Huh? Did the Avengers know at this time that he was Bruce Banner? No, they didn't. Um, it, so he was.
1: They invited him th- to join the Avengers in issue number one without knowing who he was.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Without knowing that he was whether or not he was human or really green all the yeah.
0: time. I I don't remember him ever changing to Banner in the Avengers first four or five issues. Um. It was, he he tried to keep a secret identity and it was Thunderbolt Ross around issue 80 to 90 that, uh, Thunderbolt Ross had him change right in front of him or he did change right in front of him. So, but yeah, this is the first time Spidey learns who the Hulk is. Okay. So anyway,
1: so Spider-Man says, oh man, this, this really sucks. You know, I don't want to drag this, you know, and, and, and then Banner starts changing the Avenger or to the Hulk again. And Banner says, but I don't have my full strength for the first few minutes. So he changes to the Hulk and then Spider-Man clubs him and knocks him. I don't know. He doesn't quite knock him out, but he staggers him. He knocks him down. Yeah. Now, is that really possible? I mean, uh, to me, it seems that, uh, even the Hulk, even the, has that ever been, was that ever like you know a theme throughout the hulk that he didn't quite have his strength for the first few minutes of the transformation or is that something convenient stan came up with for this particular i i think stan
0: came up with that but you know it it helped move the plot along didn't it
1: yeah so anyway so he webs the hulk up and he says boy i'm really feeling guilty about this you know i mean this
0: guy needs help he doesn't
1: need he doesn't need those those elitist smug jerks you know uh, 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 being you know being mean to him, so he decides to let the Hulk go. But the Hulk doesn't need his help. Busts through his webbing and walks away. And Spider Man yeah. feels sorry for him. He says, "Oh, the dumb brute's probably already forgotten I was here." So, swings back to Avengers Mansion, and he says, oh, I couldn't find him. You <laughs> know, I couldn't find him." Uh, so goodbye. Uh, and then, and then the, uh, the Avengers all say, wow, gee, you know, we just wanted to help the Hulk, blah, 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 you know, well, that would have been handy to know a little earlier, but anyway, so, but to be honest, uh, at this time, Spider-Man doesn't belong in the Avengers. No. Um, besides the fact that there are all a bunch of characters who didn't, couldn't, you know, support their own titles for a while. Um, but Sp- it's obvious that S- Spider-Man is just too young and, and unrestrained and too independent
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and just would not, he, he would not fit in at all.
0: Um Boy that, well, I guess the argument could be made. He was a bit independent at the very end of homecoming of the movie, because the Tom Holland version is allegedly this age, I think.
1: <laughs> well, so uh,
0: he he did, is- he did turn down membership at the end of homecoming.
1: Yeah. Well, as George would say, that's not my Spider-Man. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> But, but uh, now it's, and, and the Avengers are like, you know, they're, they're, they're a pretty regimen. I mean, well, they're disorganized. They could use, they could use a good secretary, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just not a good fit. Wouldn't be a good fit. Yeah. Although Spider-Man would fit on the fantastic four. Uh, I, you know, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so the thing is though, they, they tease Spider-Man's membership. Uh, they, they do it. Oh yeah. The, during Stern's run. Uh, and then the government won't let him, you know, because the, the, the government pays the Avengers bills. So the government won't let Spider-Man be an Avenger. And then they make him an Avenger in space when they're fighting Nebula, which by the way, right. Nebula has hair, you know? So
0: when did right. Nebula go
1: bald? I don't know. 3,
0: 314 is around when I think John Byrne was writing the book at that time. Yeah. Avengers.
1: And so they, so he joined, they make him an Avenger right on the spot, you know,
0: kind of like a uh, yeah. battlefield promotion. They made That's him really a reserve like Avenger in the nineties. I remember. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Damn. So, But and then, and then Captain America, you know, when they all get back to Earth, Captain America says, oh, Spider-Man doesn't look very uh, confident or Siren looks like he's staring out into space. And uh, so they guess, so Captain America goes, Spider-Man, I don't think you belong on the Avengers. You're staring out into space. That means you don't have what it takes. Yeah. And Spiderman says, yeah, I guess you're right. So I'll just go home and, you know, see my hot wife, you know, and, and, uh, and, and I can I can support four books and you can't. <laughs> yeah. So. And then uh, uh, then they make him a reserve Avenger. Yeah, You know, they, they put him in a class with Sandman and, you oh, know, yeah, so, so Sandman that. has the same Avenger status as Spider-Man. Roll that around in your head a few times. <laughs> uh, and uh, then, then finally, in, in New Avengers number one, New Avengers, uh, Spider-Man becomes an Avenger, which for the first year, I thought New Avengers was a great book. I mean, I really enjoyed reading yeah. it. And I liked the, the fact that they were kind of more down to earth, you know, and yeah. uh, you know, like cage, for example, you know, you wanted to make a big show of showing up in Detroit,
0: you know, and, and things of that nature. And then it just, obviously it went off the rails. When but someone I watched. can't name oh, one I, thing Spider-Man did in Bendis' Avengers besides um, just try to sell books. Yeah. Just, yeah. He really I, didn't I, contribute. He didn't do much. I remember no. him fighting ninjas with Spider-Woman. That's about it. <laughs> the the best Avengers story with Spider Man was actually
1: uh Straczynski when he did uh that uh six part tale with Hydra or whatever. I think that was the best Spider Man Avengers story. Um why don't I remember that
0: one? What, well, I, what did he what did he do with the Hydra and the Avengers and Straczynski's run? Don't you remember this is after this is after Molten Man Junior. Oh I tor- hate that story.
1: Yeah, torched uh uh Aunt May's house and so uh tony stark offers peter and aunt may and mary jane a place to live oh okay and, which i I'm, I'm sure probably caused one of the one of uh, 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 uh george to have an aneurysm <laughs> um <laughs> that's when they're all introduced to the avengers yeah and, i remember that okay start living at Avengers tower that's um, right. but but then hydra hydra has this plot to um To uh, uh, shoot a uh, bacterial agent into like the uh, an aquifer, uh, underground aquifer, or whatever, Mm and poison the United States water supply or whatever in Midwest. Uh, Anyway, that was that. That was, and then we got into the other. so, no,
0: the other, yeah,
1: yeah. So, between
0: you know, between the other and Civil War, uh, yeah. Spider Man's timing of the Avengers was just not very memorable. Yeah. So, the question I ask at the end of these was this a good month in Spider Man history, August oh, of 66? This was
1: an awesome month. Obviously, I mean, of course, it's two you know, milestones. The, the, the Green Goblin reveal. Uh, and then, you know, his first meeting with the Avengers, the first uh, da- you know, the first time that he kind of does the has a dalliance with whether or not uh, he should be a member or whatever. So yeah. and, uh, both of them are
0: uh, both of them are, are classic stories. And yes, Adam and YouTube chat, Jr. does indeed have a deep memory for the books. <laughs> That's why he's our spider historian. Well, um, uh, you know, I, uh, you know,
1: with uh, I had to have you know, girls didn't like me. I had to do that. You know. yeah. yeah, one, one of them did. Well, hey, but she doesn't anymore. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm down in my. See, that's why. I, see, guys, this, I'm no longer in my mother's basement. I'm in my own basement.
0: <laughs> you, too. Right. This, you too. You can too can aspire. You young,
1: <laughs> young people, you too
0: can have all of this someday. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.